So, there is lifestyles of the rich and famous. Did you ever wear chains around your neck for fun? Do you doubt spikes were part of your entourage? Did you go through a whole tube of hair gel in a single sitting? If so, you were part of the ever-growing world of punk music. So get out your old tongue rings, eyebrow rings, cheek rings, nipple rings, them rings between your fingers, paint your nails black, and sit down as we take a journey through what the fuck is punk music. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... I've just got to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Welcome to the Thunder Down. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Podcast of Ramblin' Randomness. And we're here today to talk about. Yeah, Ma had to get me out of bed. I did. I'll be I did. sleeping. I'm sorry. I told you, you know, like, you know, we could have we could have postponed. Zane said, No, I'm a trooper. Yeah, I, I can't do that. He's like, No, we can't let the people down. All twenty five of you. We can't all one of you. All one of you. <laughs> that listened twenty five times. <laughs> Every day. Thank you. That person is a trooper. He's uh Thank you, Real World Ray. <laughs> Hell, Ray hasn't actually mentioned anything to me right lately. No. Which is, did uh, we say something to piss him off? Because I don't want to piss off the guy who actually listens to the show. No, but I, I I do have a little bone to pick with you. You know, I was, uh, I had to go to Mole's house yesterday. Didn't have to. I, uh, I, I made a, I made an executive decision as to, uh, I needed to work and my internet was not. <laughs> he did, yes. Unfortunately, my job revolves around having that thing working. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I called him up. He said, yeah, come on over. I'm like, man, you're the man. Then I get over there and I'm doing my work. And, and last week he said that we had to watch a movie. Guess what movie I'm hearing in the background? Yeah, the Red Green movie's playing. Yeah, I had to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I had to watch. It. I had to watch it with me in another room as I can hear it. You know, <laughs> thinking that hey, didn't we not end last week's episode with talking about seeing this movie? Yep, yep, can, we did. Can can it I, hurt me? I, I hurt know. me inside. And I, and I I apologize deeply. I do. And uh, to make it up to you, I don't know. But I'll do something. <laughs> but I can say it was. Angry. You give good head. I do. Oh, okay. Well, so, well you know, I've been told, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what does everybody want, baby? You know what I mean? Uh, no, I can say the movie was uh, no Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I, uh, there was no Pee Wee's Big Adventure? No Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, 
It was funny. It was great. If you like, you know, I love Red Green. So it basically was just a really long episode. But not really. They filmed it like a movie, which is, you know, uh, the, they, I got a full view of the lodge, which was great. See, and I am not the biggest Pee-wee fan. Like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure to me is not... Right. Not really all Th- this that seems good. But like maybe they... it's been a while, and maybe I'd appreciate it more right. now than I did then. I think I was, you know. This, I... this kind of went beat for beat, almost in, like a legit, like a, a style of, Pee- you know, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure movie. Um, where, you know, you but he does the... things with duct tape. Pee-wee didn't do shit with duct tape. No, no. But, you know, uh... he didn't know how to, you know, turn a, turn a car into, uh-huh. a, you know, uh, or, or, you know, you know, take the doors off a car and turn them into DeLorean up, upswing doors. That's true, but he did have a sweet bike. And uh, but uh, no, red, red, the red green movie, Duct Tape Forever. It, it was, and I really wanted to give it like a big old two thumbs up. A fucking great, you know, six rolls of duct tape. There you go, red. But uh, nah, it, uh, I was disappointed. A lot of the the, the humor didn't hit. You know what I mean? Like I heard you laugh on a good amount. A couple of things were good, but not that was like the normal stuff. Though, like I said, it was like a normal. It was just a really long episode where they showed some of the behind the scenes things. Eh, I don't know. So it was like that shitty plastic duct tape. Yeah, you know where it looks like it. Yeah, kind of has the lines through it. Yeah, yeah. That's my record. I really did not want to give it that record, you know, but I did, and I I said it. So there you go. go. I'm being honest. I don't know if Railroad Ray has seen it, but I'm sure he has. I don't know. I don't know. You should take it off and uh, Zane. I'll, I got a copy, homie. I'll, I'll, I'll let you watch it on the VHS. No, but it looks like it was from a VHS, the one that I watched too. So oh. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was pretty. Uh, I'm sure I could just get it on YouTube. You probably could. Probably right on the probably. YouTube. Probably. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. So it is about punk rock music. Let's talk about Rick. I'm sure duct tape's involved in punk rock music somewhere. Yeah, you know, you, didn't you have up. to duct tape your pants to your boots so right? so you didn't get water in them or <laughs> something like that? Something like that. I'm pretty sure I saw that at some point. You know, when you're stomping heads you know, in the street, you gotta you don't want to. They get were the originators of the skinny jeans, if yeah, I if I don't I, recall. You are, you are very correct. And uh, it was a terrible style. And this is coming from a kid that loved to wear the UFO and kickwear pants. Mm, mm. But there was something about the. The, the punk look that I just fucking hated. Yeah, I and I guess you can consider that that punk look turned into a goth look, but I just thought you looked like an idiot. You put way too much time in. They put way too much time in for, looking for, homeless. Yeah, no, no, no. For for them to have people look at you and then you're like, oh man, look at them. They're looking at me, man. My favorite man, they're looking at is me. that and, and, and they have to talk like this because there's so much metal in your mouth, man. And, and don't, don't, don't get offended, people who are. Oh, I'm offended really already. Punk. But my favorite is the people, I don't want to be a part of a clique. I don't want to be just like everybody else. But you're dressing just like a thousand other people in this fucking room right now. And, and there's five of you in a and circle. And there's five of you in a circle beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Coming out with, it was a great show, man. Nose is broken. I got to the hospital. I can't front. I've been to a couple shows like that. <laughs> Yeah, but punk music. Yeah. Me and Mo have already argued about it before we even got on the air. From from Sex Pistols to I, Green Day, we we are arguing right now. Once you become yep. good... Is it no longer punk music? Is it no music? longer punk music? Because, because... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I'm probably going to say the same exact shit you were going to say. Yeah. 
That's like, because I like a lot of music that I considered punk music. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, that's pop punk. I'm like, well. Well, I consider at, it pop punk. That's just my at, opinion. At one point, they weren't popular. Right. So <laughs> they were punk then, apparently. But, uh, yeah, it's like, where, 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 where's the line in the sand drawn? Like, when, like what is pop punk compared to regular punk? Once you and, get uh, more than 100 fans, is that considered yep. Pop punk. So I think my choices are definitely more pop punk because I know the bands. They've had a couple of songs on the MTV. Yes, they have. Um, and if you, you know, surprisingly there's... though, all these bands are still around. Mm. And I realize that, the exception of mine. Um, you know, I went as far back as 1992, right, off of Offspring's second album. Okay. Up to, I believe it was 2003. Oh. And that would be the used. Yeah. You know, and uh, all three of the bands I chose, I realize, are still together and still make music. Oh. You know, and and I'm sure that they don't have the fanfare, but, you know, also it's a different type of media these days. Rock and roll, pop, no, not pop, but uh, rock and roll, punk, metal, don't have the same outlets as other music. So what's popular about it? That, you got a point. Um... Like I said, we can argue this thing all day long, go around and around, and, and, and what's considered pop and punk, or what's considered punk regular, and what's considered, like, is there country punk? Is there fucking, like, I want to know well, this Well, I think everything is punk. pop country, because uh, pop, you know, country gets four radio stations. You're right, you're right. It, literally, to every one rock station, you get four country around here anyway. Uh, well, it's... It, I, is there a rock and roll station? Like, I'm talking like a real rock real and roll rock station. No. Nah. 96.9? And that's, that's, that's the rock alternative, the alternative, I think it's rock. called. Yeah, but I think rock alternative is, is, regular rock. is back. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, back then rock, it was considered rock. rock was, you know, your hair metal, you know, right. your Motley Crues, yeah. your Guns N' Roses, it's, yeah, it's uh, your Slayers. Was like, that was even a little, that was heavy right, metal, right. but... Yeah, alternative rock kind of came around with your Marcy's Playground and, the, your, and your, um, um, your Creep. Wallflowers and, and all that stuff, I think, really. Uh, 90s, like really, like mm-hmm. late 90s-ish is when that It stuff... was a change in rock music. Yes. Uh, just like punk, you know, was from a change from garage band to music of the late 60s by definition. Other you know than... who I've actually been listening to a lot lately that is, I think, just releasing some amazing music is the Bare Naked Ladies. I love the Bare Their Naked Their new stuff is absolute fire. I love the It Bare is Naked wonderful, ladies. wonderful music. I can even listen to that Big Bang Theory fucking theme song. All you know that they are the master of the theme song. Yeah. Baby Blues. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that that one, they, they have another they one. Scrubs? No, I don't no, think they was, didn't no, do that Scrubs. Was, that was um, somebody else, I think, but yeah, yeah. I'll have to look at this during a song. They've done at least four songs, and uh, I can't remember the other two right now off the top yeah. of my head, but... No, I love Bare Naked Ladies. They're so, great, uh... People tell them where oh, they find that. us at that 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 thing on the interwebs, uh, the the www.digitalzoneent.com. Uh, that is where you can find all of our uh, uh, podcasts and stuff. You can find it, you know, on all your podcast mediums. But if you want a hub to go and just check it out real quick, go to the website, click on that, and you're there. So. All right, we'll, we'll talk more after this first song. We'll get right it. into it Let's here. It. We've already wasted enough time. We uh, we'll come back and see how this week was for, for us. I'm yeah. trying to remember what even happened. Yeah, it's been a, you know what? It has been a blur Jesus, week. Jesus, man. Why doesn't this just end can, at the beginning? I can tell you, you know, it's, it's 
it's been a stressful week, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Who's yeah. starting this week? You? Yeah, you know, you yeah. always start, right? No, uh, not not necessarily, but yeah, let's do this. All right. Let's get the old fucking, the old Sid Vicious of Sex Pistols out my way. Now, now a disclaimer, this is not the wrestling guy. No, no. It's not him. I... Zane made the mistake. He thought we were going to get choke slams and power bombs here, but no, this is skin, uh, Sid Vicious, my way. Of the Sex Pistols? Of the Sex Pistols. Oh, what a terrible band. Yeah. This is called I Killed a Cat. Vicious, my way. Now, uh, Dan and I have differing opinions on what punk music is. Um, not really, though, differing opinions. We kind of agree. You did know, I make it in time? You did just now. I just started, so we're cool. Sorry. That's okay. Zane had to go get the puppies. No. I, I was like, shit, that thing was only like a minute and 17 yes. seconds long. Very, very short song. Um, for good reason. <laughs> is it, you know I'm I'm not a big uh, Sex Pistols fan as much as I thought I would be. You know I used to think I liked them more than I do, but I realize now they only got like maybe two songs that I actually cared for. And uh, did they come up with the whole "God Save the Queen"? Like yeah. now, now I know that that well, "God Save the Queen" had been alone for <laughs> hundreds upon hundreds yeah, yeah, yeah. of years prior, but they were the one that. Uh, Used it as a uh, like a slogan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, against wore it on the back of the denim jackets. Right. You know the the British uh, uh, invasion of the punk bands. I guess uh, we can call that the second British invasion. We'll call that because uh, you know the first was we, with the Beatles and all them older bands, and then during the late seventies and early eighties, a lot of overseas bands, punk bands and stuff, and new wave came over here, and we're hitting a huge, huge. Um, nowadays, though, you know, there's... I just found this out. We were looking up uh, one of my songs. There's Malaysian fucking punk bands. I don't know what they sound like yet. We're going to find out together. This is going to be awesome or not. It could be great or shitty. So, Zane, how was your week? I'm trying to remember. Let's go way back. Way back way to back. last Saturday when we had a show. No, last we had a show last Friday, Friday didn't we? yeah, because, uh, you know, there was stuff going on. It was a night show. I always liked the night shows yes, more. Yes, night shows were fun. I always liked night shows more. I don't know why I accepted to do this this morning. I don't know. I should have well, been we like, no, we're going to do this at 10 o'clock tonight. And I would have been fine with that. <laughs> then we should have done it at 10 o'clock last night. <laughs> but last night I was I was busy. So, yeah. Anyway. So we went to the theater. The theater. It was, uh, it was okay. It yeah. wasn't as good as Les Miserables. Well. Um. 
Extinguished. But I did like the songs more. Yes. And I could follow this play. <laughs> I am not the most intelligent person, even though I work in, the, in, in a field which seems to be, oh, you must be smart. That's a lie. That's a very big lie. <laughs> <laughs> I just know how to play one on TV. <laughs> and... Yeah, the show was the show was good. It had a couple of uh, really good songs in it. My, it was terrible. I think my favorite was like right off the bat. They did a song from Shrek that they killed. Yeah, they, they killed absolute it. killed it. They killed it. And uh, yeah, there was a couple of others. A lot of songs I didn't know. Um, it, it it makes me want to see Chicago now. Three, yeah, three particular songs for me was the Chicago one. You, um, you've seen it twice the, now, yes. so you you've got a better. Uh, um, Chicago, the song they did was the pen the penitentiary blues or something like that it was um, good it was good uh the other song was suddenly seymour from little shop of horrors you know i finally got to hear the girl the poor now girl, not my favorite song not from, from the music from right. that musical favorite, but they, they 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 nailed it i thought they nailed it good um the poor girl's mic the first night cut out so she couldn't you could hear her she tried oh yeah no that that girl has but, some pipes uh, but the second night when the mic was on it was so good she did very well and then the other song was the one from hairspray mom i'm a big girl now I love that. That was good too. Such You're right. Good that was song. good. They did very well. I was and and my one of my biggest gripes with it, and I'm sure I can't hold this against them. It's probably copyright laws mm-hmm. and paying for royalties that they did a song from The Little Mermaid oh, that I had never heard. Um, and I'm like, this isn't from The Little Mermaid. It, but I also remember that all these um have you know, musical versions. Yeah, too, have musical so versions, which usually need songs. to be need to be a little longer because <laughs> they cut out a lot of the the, uh, the talking. The song now it wasn't my uh, favorite song. But I don't my know. Daughter how, was I don't know how you it, don't. So. But I guess I guess nowadays you're not allowed to do songs like no. "Kiss the Girl," right? Because "Kiss the Girl" is just it's one of the greatest songs great of song. Disney history, right? But you know, during, and under the sea, you, you know, know you, scene, you, you just get somebody doing a Sebastian voice. You know, <laughs> I loved it when when ABC did their live um, version uh-huh. of the Little Mermaid. It was you know, a blast. Yeah, like no, it, it brought great. me right back to that one. If, and, if they wanted to get realistic with it, though, Eric would have only heard a bunch of chirping and croaks from the fucking frogs and fucking because Ariel was the only one who knows they could sing. <laughs> She's heard really loud fucking nature noises, and she's going, "Isn't that great?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah." Anyway, that was good. <laughs> so. Um, but any shout outs to the, to any of the kids? Did I, you know I any of them? You know, I, I um well, not you know, particularly. We, we had our ad put in the. We into did. Their, uh... Our ad was in there. You know, my daughter, of course, was in it. My oldest daughter, Lily, and she did a great job as part of the ensemble in the background. She had a one solo speaking line in one of the songs. Um. Where it was like, either good, you know, a couple little. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was um, one of the ones from Newsies. She was in, uh, she was in the the one from Newsies. There, she spoke a couple little, little lines. Anyway, from there, um, and then uh, all the seniors there, you know, they they did fucking phenomenal. This is their life. They worked their asses off. They're all moving on. And give big shout out to them. They did a great job mentoring also the younger cast members. So. Lily has nothing but nice things to say about everybody in the show, including the teachers. They've been there since like kindergarten music teachers and up. They keep moving up with them. I'm like, so that's great. Good deal. So congratulations, Cara Durham. And their play was, it was, it was good. I can't say they, they, for what they had to work with and the time frame that they had to do it, you know, it was good. It was good. Very nice. Very nice. Going to see my pops today. You are, yes. Yep. 
How's he? Uh, how's he holding up? Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. He's a good guy. Uh, trying to think what happened during the. Oh, oh! I knew that there was something that happened during the week. Now I have to, I have to skate around this very, very touch, touch and go. So, uh, I was put right in the goddamn middle of something. Oh yes. Oh, I, I... Right in the in the darn middle of uh, a situation happened. I won't even talk about what nope. the situation was. Nope. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm protecting all parties here. Generalize this. And uh, something happened. Somebody was upset. Somebody was upset. Told other people that she was upset. Um, one of these people told me. I'm like, well, let me get both sides of the story, you know. Or at least get the other side of the story, because nobody's asking about the other side of the story. There's always just, yeah, there's always You know, there's always two sides to a story. So, um, you know, I hate confrontation, and I hate asking the tough questions. You know, but sometimes, you know, it's just, you know, it's just, all right, let me just, so I ask. You know, get the side, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like, you know what? I can't make these calls, but, you know, phone number, here you go, here you Mm -hmm. go. Talk to each other. Texting happened instead. I hate texting because you can't convey Ooh. emotion. You can't convey what you're trying to say well, properly. And then they both sent me the conversation. Of course. That they had with each other. It was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. That's that's I've been in those situations. And I'm like why? <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, it's like because I'm, uh, you know, I, I I had no I had no stock in this this argument, and I have I live a life that if I don't see or absolutely know what's going on, I can't just you know assume and yeah. take sides, and so I don't, I don't, and you know what? Maybe sometimes I should take a bigger stand on some things, either one way or another. But in this situation, I, I I'm not doing it right. Um. You know, but I think it's it's done with me now. I'm like I'm I'm yeah, whatever. You know, I, I told them both. I was like, you both have said your parts. I'm pretty sure there will be no more conversating with ones and others, and their peoples on either side of this argument. So yeah. let's leave it there. Yeah. And I think it, I think it will be. I good, think it will good. be. So, right. you know, I think it was the end to a means done. Probably a little less tactful. And I would have, but hey, you know, I understand, you know, when people do feel strongly about things, it's absolutely understandable. Right. Um, and just, you know, I can't, I can't put myself in their shoes, but that was, it was, it was, uh, it was uncomfortable for yeah. me. I'll tell you what, unfreaking comfortable. Um, but I hope everybody's, uh, you know, non-traumatized. I hope everybody moves on with their lives and, uh, it doesn't, you know. It doesn't hurt people, you know, inside and out to make them uh, do stupid, you know, because that's always what fears me is, you know, things like this go on. And uh, I know in my mind, I was like, well, I'll show you by doing something completely irrational and dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because for some reason, I believe if I drink the poison, you'll die. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's it. That was that's that was it? my big adventure. Right. Well, I got I got I got something I'm going to bring up a little later. It's a little drawn out story, but I'm not going to. Uh... I'll, I'll try to generalize it as well, uh, what I'm going through this week. You guys are going to love this. Well, I wouldn't generalize your story. Uh, you got details. I got details. I would, I would probably detail them. Well, my details, I, you know what? No. They, they, 
party involved doesn't listen to this thing anyway. I'm going to tell you guys uh, in depth. Let's go uh, to another song here first, and then we'll come back with some wrestling. All right, so I'm going to go, I guess I'll go oldest to newest okay. and, and try to see the see the evolution of the punk, pop punk, pop punk, popular punk, just yeah. Yep. So we're going back to, I believe, one of the best punk albums ever made. Okay. 1992, Offspring Ignition. Ooh. I know I've one. talked about this album in the past. I'm pretty sure we did actually a yes. whole pop episode or a punk episode before. We might have, but I didn't see it when yeah. I was looking through the list. So. Yeah, yeah, because I think it might not have been really called Yeah, yeah, that. it might have been something else. Yep. But yeah, yeah. So here is the Offspring with Burn It Down. Bring, burn it up. Burn it up. That was good. I, I, I miss Offspring. Um, they just released a brand new album. We well, just I'm listened just, to. No, we I'm just listened saying, to a I new song. We closed all the time. We, we closed out a show. Yeah. Uh, um, we don't have sex anymore. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I don't listen to them as like I used to. That's why so I miss start whenever you hear that music. So um, let's get the wrestling going on in the world. Oh. Oh, 
I guess if I close that. It's... I didn't realize that, sorry. wrestling and by world of wrestling this week i just mean aew and uh whatever eleanor talks about this week in uh, wwe so uh let's talk uh what happened match card uh, i'm not gonna go in any particular order because it doesn't really matter um tnt championship match miro versus my man evil uno it was actually a pretty good match uno got some stuff in uh they're making miro just look like a beast still which is great you know, have him murder. I didn't expect Uno to win. I expected him to put on a decent match, even with the whole Dark Order coming out, you know, to try to support at the end. Uh, Miro tried to win by taking the turnbuckle pad off, you know, and uh, that didn't, you know, happen. And then, you know, he just beasted his way through and picked up the victory. Um, Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus Eddie Kingston, Pentel, Cerro Miedo, and Pac. Little distrust, dissension going on still between Eddie Kingston and Pac, because you know history with the, you know Penta and Phoenix, and those two it, it goes way back. But uh, just like Eddie Kingston said, the friend of my friend, or the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So he's uh, trying to make good. I don't know if it's going to lead to anything. You know, Pac probably going to take out Eddie somewhere down the line because you know it's it's Pac and it's what he do and. Uh, so, uh, of course, you know, the, um, big ol' uh, winners on that side was, uh, Kingston, Penta, and Puck picking up against the, because they pinned Brandon Cutler, so. So they win! Yeah. Oh, good for yeah, them. Yeah, I was, I was, I was happy. Um, I, you know, to be fair, I just watched this before the show, so. I had to stream it because it was late last night. And Oh, let's see. Uh, I know I made a couple of notes here. Yes, there was a Jade Cargill, Smart Mark Sterling segment uh, where they said a whole bunch of nothing as usual and just made Jade, you know, she called herself that bitch. That's, that's her new slogan. They trademarked it, by the way, according to them. So anybody who says I'm that bitch owes Jade Cargill dough. She's got a family now, according to what they say. Uh, Hungman and Ten from the Dark Order versus Cage and Hobbs of Team Tez. Now, this was a good match. Bunch of meat slapping all over the place. Came down to Ricky Starks and Hook coming out. Throwing Brian Cage the belt to smack either Ten or Hangman, I can't remember honestly. But uh, Cage refused through the belt. Then Starks yelled at him and slapped Cage in the face. Cage chased Starks out. Hook followed. Bada bing, bada boom. Ten and Page pick up the win over Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. And there is dissension in Team Taz again. When are they going to break him up? They've been doing this shit for months now. Granted, you know, Cage can be a good, you know, good guy, I think. They need a new big, you know... But uh, 
I just want to see him and Hobbs go at it a few times. You know, what do you think about that, Z? Him and Hobbs? He'll yeah. destroy Hobbs. You think? I mean, I didn't say he was going to lose. I just said I want to see them in a match. Because Hobbs is good. I like Hobbs. He's coming along very you know, very well for a guy that I just found out about in AEW when he started. Um, Kenny Omega segment. Kenny called out Jungle Boy. They has fight. Uh, Bucks come out. Segment over. That was the match. Or that was the segment of that. Uh, Lance Archer came out. 20 seconds fucking squash match. Some jobber. Fucking one, two, three. Uh, Kristen Cage versus Angelico. Great match. Great match. Kristen Cage versus Angelico was. Angelico shows why he's a submission machine. That dude was all over the place. Didn't have to high fly really at all. Um, Christian Cage tried a couple of, you know, fucking moves and blah, blah, blah. Eventually, he picked up the win over Angelico because it's Christian Cage. Hardy Family Office, you know, came out and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Leading to a match, I'm assuming, um, between Christian Cage and Matt Hardy at some point because we need that again after 20 years. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see... Necessary it's for not. that match to happen. There's not like I guess some old school fans, even like us, will I might you pop know for a second. It, it, yeah, there's some nostalgia. Once they're out five minutes into the match, I'm gonna be fucking like, come on now, just just you know, Hardy's out of shape. I mean, he he he's not out of shape per se. He's better shape than I am, way better shape. But for his wrestling career, he's out of shape. Christian. He blows out getting into the ring lately. Like, did you see him? Like, last time when you saw him wrestle, he was sweating bullets by the time he got in the ring. Like, and then he was huffing, huffing. But anyway, uh, Nyla Rose beat Layla Hirsch legit. Um, Who did? Nyla Rose. Oh. Yeah, good match. You know, I can't uh, fucking, but uh, Nyla Rose, they're, they're beasting her again. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's what I think of that. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Cody Rhodes came out to make a special announcement, blowing up his own shit. You know, of course, he's uh, QT Marshall comes out and interrupts and blah, blah, blah. And it's just Arn Anderson's son was out there with Cody. Now, I guess he's a protege. His name is Brock Anderson. Uh, He looks just like his dad, like way back in the day. Um, uh, Let's see. They had a, a, a little intro for... Andre El Idolo that said, you know, let's show what he brings to the table. And then they showed how he knows how to dress himself, apparently. That's the only thing they showed. He didn't talk. They had him putting on rings, a suit. Wait, who? Andrade. Oh. (laughs) Another pickup that I personally don't. I mean, I like the Latino workers. He's great. He's a good worker. I don't know how they're going to fit him in, though. That's the problem. Are they going to push him right to the, you know, to the moon? Anyway, Darby Allen and Sting made an announcement, you know, about now it's going to be a handicap match versus Paige and, uh, uh, Paige and Scorpio Sky and Darby Allen because Sting's supposed to stay at home, uh, according to Darby. I doubt it's going to happen. They said we respect each other, blew each other, and then left. Um, we heard from the Pinochle, uh, and the Inner Circle destroyed their limo. That was the end of that. Um, that was Dynamite. Sounds like an okay episode. It was all right. Um, the the it went fast. Normally, it feels like it drags on around like the hour or like the hour mark. Um, but 
it's it's really it went pretty good this week. I gave it a, a you know a six out of ten. So uh, right now I'm gonna like to kick it on over to our overseas WWE correspondent, Eleanor Wrestling. Take it away, Eleanor. Hello, my name is Eleanor, also known as Eleanor Wrestling on YouTube, and today I'll be running down this past week in WWE television on the Marlon Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness. Don't forget to follow me on all my social medias at the man Eleanor on Twitter and on Instagram, and let's get on with this week in WWE television. So, on Monday Night Raw, John Morrison weaseled his way into the Tag Team Battle Royal match. We then got that over-the-top Tag Team Battle Royal match with the winners being Viking Raiders, therefore they get a future Raw Tag Team Championship opportunity. Charlotte Flair was demanding that her loss against Nikki Cross gets stricken from the records. Edge Styles almost ruined the Viking Raiders celebration. Elias and faced Jackson Riker, and Jackson Riker won via countout because Elias was a coward and ran away. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Nashley had a contract signing and they made their match a Hell in a Cell situation match. Uh, Ricochet vs. Humberto Creo ended in a counter after they did a Spanish fly off the top rope from the yeah, like from the apron onto the floor and they didn't get back in time for the turn count. Jeff Hardy beat Cedric Alexander. Eva Marie will make her re-debut on Raw next week. MVP is very disappointed in Kofi Kingston because he's just settling and he's not showing that grit, that evilness that he had during Kofi Mania. Oscar and Nikki Cross beat Sharp Flair and Rhea Ripley in a tag team match after Sharp Flair hit Rhea Ripley with the natural selection. Me and Nikki Cross stole the pin. Mansoor beat Drew Gulag. Kofi Kingston beat Matt Riddle. And Shane Baszler attempted to destroy Lily on Alexa's playground but failed miserably after running away screaming and seeing Lily in a mirror basically. <laughs> On NXT, only Lorcan beat Austin Theory. Santos Escobar has a very high stakes match for In Your House, which will be a six-man winners take all match for the North American and the NXT Tag Team Championships. Isaiah Swerve Scott beat Killian Dane. Mercedes Martinez fought off Zaya Lee. Grizzled Young Veterans beat Ikeem and Jiro and August Gray. Triple H and William Regal welcomed Poppy back to NXT. We saw the rich and famous lifestyles of both LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. Ted DiBiase has decided that his million dollar title will be on the line in a ladder match between Cameron Grimes and LA Knight at NXT TakeOver In Your House. Poppy brought out a returning EO Shirai who attacked Candice LeRae. Ember Moon vs Dakota Kai ended in a disqualification after Raquel Gonzalez booted Ember Moon in the face. Breezango responded to Walter and Imperium's threats. We had a five-way face-off for their 35-way match for the NXT Championship at TakeOver um, in your house, and Adam Cole attacked Karrion Cross and vowed he will gain back his NXT Championship. And finally, on SmackDown, Jimmy Uso fired back at Roman Reigns, basically saying that Roman Reigns is completely jealous of him and has no reason to not want the Usos to be tag team champions. Chad Gable laid out a challenge for the Street Profits and will face Maltese Ford later on. Liv Morgan beat Carmella. Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso are putting Jey Uso right in the middle of their feud, and Jey Uso is not happy about it. Biggie and Kevin Owens beat Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. Chad Gable vs Montez Ford ended in a disqualification after Otis hit Montez Ford with like a bunch of splashes. Shinsuke Nakamura beat King Corbin. And for me personally, the highlight of SmackDown, Ding Dong Hello with Bailey and Seth Rollins was incredible. So funny, they just laughed the entire time. It was brilliant. And it saw a returning Cesaro absolutely 
destroy Seth Rollins, all the meanwhile destroying the Ding Dong Hello set, much to Bailey's upset, basically. Adam Pearce announced a battle for the crown match next week between Shinsuke Nakamura and King Corbin. Jey Uso walked out on a conversation between Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso because he just could not handle it anymore. Rey Mysterio is vowing to show Roman Reigns what a real family looks like. And when Rey Mysterio tried to do that for Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns ruled with both Rey and Dominic Mysterio. He did a massive power onto Dominic Mysterio over the top rope and they are now facing each other at Hell in a Cell, inside Hell in a Cell, for the Universal Championship. Don't forget NXT TakeOver In Your House is tonight on the WWE Network or Peacock in the US. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Back to you guys. Thank you, kiddo. That was great. Appreciate this every week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy teenage schedule to do this for us. She puts out four things a goddamn week. On Where her can own you channel. find her? You can find her at Eleanor Wrestling on YouTube. You can search that up there, and all her socials at Eleanor Wrestling. There you go. Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Find her. I will post links like I always do. Thank you again, Zane. Music. Kings of the Wild Frontier, as chosen by Mole. Yes. By Adam and the Ants. Not yeah. Adam Ant. Adam Not and solo. the Ants. Yes. A new royal family of wild nobility. We are the family. A new royal family of wild nobility. We are the family.
Kings the wild card. Yeah. See, I, I that that one was. It was a song. Once. It was a song. It was definitely a song. It was no Ramones, but it was definitely a song. <laughs> Every one of their songs sounded the same. It was great. <laughs> you knew one, you knew them all. That's the, that's the way it was with the Ramones. <laughs> so Zane, you had a tidbit of information here that uh, we need to uh, address about some... Uh, uh, subliminal messages in some music yeah yeah well i i personally remember seeing this on the inside of an offspring cover cover that their uh the music on the album um was deemed as it contains subliminal messages now if if somebody could fact check me on that that'd be great because i can't find it mm. like i i've only looked for about 10 minutes but, but I, still that should be enough on the, the only thing i could find is um you know this is punk rock music. This is not a new Offspring album. It was made in 1989 and maybe habit forming, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that that's not really a uh, a real warning. No. But um, I knew a uh, an individual that after listening to the song that we listened to, "Burn It Down," mm-hmm. you know, listening to that whole album quite a few times, actually set a field on fire and got in quite a bit of trouble for it. Seriously. Seriously, like no joke. Can I say that that's probably just a weak-minded person? But yes, keep going. <laughs> it's possible, but you know, because I don't want to burn anything down after listening to that song. But uh, Marshall also told me that uh, all the songs that the Offspring had were also removed. Yes. from Crazy Taxi. Yes, you, you know, can go on the Xbox Live Store right now, download that fucking game, and you will not find one Offspring song in it now. Not one. It's all generic. Just punk music. That's all it is. It's a knockoff trying to sound like Offspring. That's what I, I attribute it as. Well, so did you also know that Dexter Holland is a PhD in molecular biology? I believe it. You know, there's a lot of old school like punkers and rockers like that that have PhDs that you wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he was putting some things into his music, telling us by our shit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix up your RNA. <laughs> it's like playing and, a Beatles uh, album backwards, right? Yeah. The walrus was dead. <laughs> He also has a line of hot sauce. Really? Mm-hmm. No shit. Yep. That's that's interesting. The Gringo Bandito hot sauce. <laughs> Gringo Bandito, huh? Yep. It's the the, the it's white his... bandit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he has a brand of hot sauce. The, the white man bandit. Okay, I get it. Oh, uh, that's uh, it. Must taste uh, punky. <laughs> yep. And what uh, hot Holland. Sauce like? And co-authors published a paper, the PLOS-1, regarding microRNA in HIV genomes. Really? Yeah, which identified the human microRNA-like sequence embedded in the protein encoding genes of the human immunology virus. The original academic paper describes the use of this... uh, this molecular biology approaching identifies the microRNA like sequence for HIV. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's very good. He's a smart man. Yeah, he's a, he's quite the accomplished very, man. Very accomplished. Maybe he just had the offspring music pulled out for, you know, but I can't imagine him wanting to turn down all that fucking money for residuals. So something had to have happened. You know what I mean? Because 
I don't know. It, 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 you might be right on this, uh, you know, uh, subliminal yeah, message. Yeah, I, I feel like I re- like I remember seeing this this warning label on the inside of an album, like on the inside, and it mm. was actually like a real warning, like you know this. <laughs> album like don't do what this album says right. it's not real and don't let it influence your decisions General you know and that's for... that yeah that, that that is that is me huh i think um, i'm gonna put that warning on everything <laughs> like this is just a general you do stupid shit it's know. not on my album all yeah. right that's <laughs> you know and i don't know there there was a lot of other people that had some a lot worse lyrics that i yeah. i never remember seeing any kind of no. warning like that i mean eminem put out a whole album about killing his fucking wife and his mother like and nobody went out and killed their wife and their mother because well, of that album. Maybe. Because of the album, maybe <laughs> they did. They were gonna do it eventually, no matter what. Eminem telling him that he did it. <laughs> That's like Stan saying Stan is real. If you're that fucking, you know, think Eminem is talking to you and shit through your fucking lyric, you're fucking retarded, is what you are. <laughs> I thought they were all talking to me. I thought they just lived in the box. <laughs> they just lived in the box. <laughs> they were. They were just telling me what to do. <laughs> oh man, so. uh yeah, that <laughs> that's good. I I do believe that subliminal stuff though. That uh, makes a lot of sense to you. That you're... Mold, the master of words over here. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna play another song. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is the U. Or uh, nope, nope, nope. No. This is AFI. Yeah. Morningstar. I know it's not their best song, but I'm not a huge AFI fan. And they had some great stuff off of uh, Black Sails in the Sunset. Okay. And. Uh, the Art of Drowning, but I can't remember which one's what, but I do remember Morningstar being pretty good. Nice.
Whoops. <laughs> that was the end of it. Okay. Hey, what do you know? I was, I was weird. Okay. Yep. Nope, not the song I was thinking of, so. No, that's sorry. all right. That was uh, AFI. Yep. What was this song again? Uh, Morning Star. Morning Star. Off the album The Art of Drowning. That's right. I should have asked my wife. She was a she was big and, AFI fan. And, and speaking of star, we have a little update with our good friend and country music rising star. Wait, you mean she's not punk? Well, I don't know. She could be. Lissa Coulter. So, uh, Mole, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line again, or via Zoom meeting, however you're going to you know, be watching this. <laughs> uh, um, we have country future star and our good friend, Lissa Coulter. She was on the show not too long ago, and she's going to give us an update on her new song that just dropped, I Don't Want to Know. And she just dropped a video and an acoustic version and video of the song already, which I like just as much as the original. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um and first off, how you been in the past couple of weeks? Are you okay? You doing good? Yeah, things have been going great. They've been really busy with getting tour back up, um, but they've been really, really good. All right, good, good. Um, speaking of the tour, mind you, uh, now you're you're just starting to go out, right? You're starting to to move along, and um, where is your next date, and 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 where can we see you close to New York? Yeah, so my next date is um, this Friday. Um, we're going to be in um, Lexington, Kentucky. And then um, the closest day we have to New York right now is Massachusetts. Um, so the first two weeks in August, we'll be in Massachusetts. We have okay. a bunch of dates then and all details at listicolter.com. But we're hoping to hit New York um, on our way home in the fall, I think. I think we're going to try to hit it on the fall. Hopefully full band. We'll see how, how that comes oh, along. But oh. that's the hope. Oh, that'd be fun. Full band, yeah. huh? Um, well, you know, in the meantime, I guess we're just going to have to come and see you in mass because, you know, yes. it's, it's, it's not that far from here. <laughs> Make the field trip. Make the field trip. It's going to be fun. We definitely will. What's the, um, uh, I want to say, what's the closest venue that you're going to be playing in mass to New York? But I don't really care. We'll come and see you at the whatever one it is, really. They're but... all, they're all um, like about central mass area. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of club area, like clubs are like, um, uh, we, we doing honky tonks. What are we doing? <laughs> we're just doing some like small bars. Um, these are places that that like helped me get my start in the industry. So Great. I always enjoy going back to those small bars and playing them and seeing everyone. So just some like hometown stuff. Okay. No, those are always fun. You always have great times there. Um, yeah. The video. Now you said you did a lot of acting and I watched it and uh, you did do a lot of acting. It was a very, very good video. I'm Thank you. so proud of you. Like it came Thank out you. so good. Um, how was it on set? Like how it like making a video like that? Um, it was a lot of fun. It was like a lot of figuring out how to put like fake tears on. Like <laughs> we were like laughing at the whole time. Like the whole situation was just really funny. Um, it was just, it was really funny because during like those scenes where I'm crying in like the bedroom, it was different than the scenes outside and running because it, when we were inside, it was like, cool. It was nice. Like we were laughing all having a good time. It was kind of funny. Cause I'd have to like stop. Like I'd have to like turn my silliness off and then like turn on the emotion. But when we were doing the running scenes, I think I ran about like two miles total that day really? up some hill. Yeah. And I was not like the emotion was fully there because I wasn't, I do not run. I was not a happy camper. So I was like, just running. They're like one more take, one more take. And it'd be like five more takes. And I'd be like, guys, like, can you actually tell me when it's one more take though? Because I am dying and it was like 80 degrees and humid. Um, but overall it was like a lot of fun. It was so great. And Justin Mayotte, um, we call him Squeaks. He was my videographer and 
he's great. I absolutely love working with him. And he made like, he made the whole thing just so like easy and flawless to go through. Like it was just so simple and um, we got it all done in one day. So um, it was a lot of fun. That's great. And um, like I said, I, I really like the, the original version of the song that you recorded and the video is, is phenomenal. And I had you last time you were on, you played an acoustic version and you ended up recording an acoustic version of it. Uh, and like it's it sounds really really good either in both versions um how was it making the acoustic version like did you get in there with other studio musicians and then or did you um we actually it's kind of just like a fun little trick we like to do uh, my my producer just takes all of the other sounds out of it and just strips it down and oh. it's super simple so um essentially that's like exactly how it goes and then we do some video overlay on it and i kind of just like lip sync it and like essentially the same way we did the video um except you know like just in the middle of the woods um so essentially you know it's kind of just like a super stripped down version of it all and um yeah no that's it on it and they sound really good either way and i can't i can't wait to hear it both ways live quite frankly like um any other plans for um after you get off tour, like maybe uh, putting out some other music videos and stuff like that? or Yeah, we definitely have some more music coming this fall. We have some more coming this summer, too. Um, we're going to be doing like a few cover songs, which is really exciting and releasing those, which I'm very excited about. Okay. And then um, we're also releasing, um, and this hasn't been like, this isn't public knowledge yet, but I figured I'd share here. We're doing a fan favorites album um, or EP, and it's going to be like five songs plus an acoustic original that's never been recorded. Um, and it was chosen, actually. We have the Culture Crew fan clubs. So um, patreon.com slash culture, you can contribute and be part of the fan club. Um, and essentially one of the perks of the fan club is they get to help like vote and make some of the projects happen. Okay. So what we did was we put a poll into our Patreon and the Facebook group and the, um, yeah, the Patreon, the Facebook. And we were like, what, what songs are your favorites? And that's basically those five songs are what's going to make up the EP. And then I chose a song that I've been dying to release, but I don't want to quite pull, put full production behind it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pulling one of those songs and that's going to be the extra song. So we're doing that this summer as well. And then we'll have a single in the fall. That's great. I can't wait. It's, it's awesome. We legit look forward to anything you put out here. So like, Thank it's, you. it's great. Um, uh, now I'm, I'm not going to keep you much too long because I know you've probably got stuff to do. And, uh, um, I really just wanted to give everybody an update and, um, now, um, I, I'm going to be, uh, uh, playing your acoustic version of this song at the end of the show uh, this week will be coming out this weekend, so you'll be able to hear it um, and see it. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll. Uh, if you don't mind, I mean, I can put this uh, up too on the YouTube channel um, with a. I'll, I'll, I'll post a link to your video. I don't want to take views away from your video channel. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I'll put links to all your, you know, your new videos and stuff. And, um, do you have any new music dropping while you're on tour or are you, um, you, um, you done doing new stuff until you're, you know, back at home or what's, what's, we're, um... we're just like, we, I do it both. So we'll drop those, we'll drop the covers and stuff while we're on tour. Um, we're hoping to be full band by September. So we'll have that new single come out and we'll be hopefully full band by then. Um, so it's a mix of all of it where I'm out on the road. I'm here in Nashville. I'm usually here in Nashville during the week and then Thursday or Friday through Sunday, I'm usually on the road. Okay, great. Um, so, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna wrap this up here real quick. Um, and I just want to get say again, thank you so much for keep taking your time out of your days to, you know, just bullshit. Yeah, thank you for having me. It means a lot. No, I mean we enjoy having you here, and we would love to get you back in the studio. Um, and maybe we'll, uh, you know, when we see one of your shows here in Mass, maybe we'll hit you up and we'll get you something on video and talking with us. 
Yes, would love that. That'd be so fun. Awesome. We'll do that. Um, great. So everybody, uh, Lisa Coulter, going out on tour. Um, where, where was your first stop now? Um, where, where are you on? So we were in Kentucky and Ohio last week. This right. week we're back in Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky. We're at, um, we're at Jack Sand Bar and Grill. Okay, great. So everybody in the uh, Kentucky area, go. Please check her out. She is so talented and worth the money. I'm telling you right now. She's going to be a superstar. Everybody, everybody, have a great day. And thank you again for stopping. And, and yes, of course. Thank you for having me. All right, great. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, Mole. That was great. Lisa, thank you. Uh, we will definitely be joining you in Massachusetts on one of your upcoming tour dates. So, uh, yeah, Zane, you had uh, something you wanted to, or do you want to get into a song? Let's get into my last song. This is a Malaysian.
you, like you said, I like the melody of it. Yeah. I'm I felt sure. like I knew what they were saying, yeah. with, but they weren't speaking my language. Right. I mean, I'm not sure it was punk, but that's whatever. They, I don't know what their establishment's I like th- over there. I don't think we've established what punk is. We don't, because I don't think there's a definitive answer, really. I mean, it, it originally it started off as going against the established rock scene, which was becoming softer and softer, and they wanted a more stripped down, raw type of music. But nowadays, I can't define what if even if there is real punk music out there. I don't know. That's like, just my I, like the Simple Plans, the Sum Forty Ones, the Avril Lavigne's, the 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 Newfound Glory, ah, the Rise Against, the Rise Against. There, there, there's, there's a Against Eye. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, there's no bla- there's no Black Flag. Yeah. Um, good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. <laughs> the Green Day. The Green Days, yes, with their Dukies and their 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 uh, American idiots. Nimrod is a fantastic album. I yes. believe the best put together album by far. But yes. people disagree and say it's American Idiot, and then I go, no, no sir, no, no. Just because you make a Broadway play out of an album doesn't make it great. No, not everybody is Linwell Miranda. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; it's a good album. It's not the greatest, though. By far, not the greatest Green Day album. I still don't think I get that guy's name right. Did I even say that <laughs> right? Manuel Miranda? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I still don't think I get his name right. <laughs> Carmen Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's a dancer. She was a... Started watching In the Heights last night. Yes. I didn't finish it. It is two and a half hours long. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had to go to sleep. I was tired. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't appreciate it anymore. Mm. I'm not saying that it wasn't good. It had some great songs in it. But... Yeah. No, I'll let you be the judge of that. Go check no, it out. No Hamilton, huh? No, no. But you know, I love history, and when you're rapping about history, <laughs> it's it's hard for me not to get yeah, yeah, fully oh, vested. There's the song too that they nailed at the the my daughter's uh, cabaret that they put on that song from Hamilton. Yeah, they they, they did do that. Very kid well who was that. rapping was damn good. I gotta give him that. <laughs> Sound like Eminem rapping that shit. Like high voice, nasally. That's what I meant. Not <laughs> so, uh, Zane. I hear. Uh, well, I saw you there looking up something from the smoking gun. I don't know if there is anything. Do we have news? Picture this. I'm a bag of. T- That was a terrible introduction, Mo. Work on that shit. Sorry. My name is Dick Contemporary. Dick State Investigator. Oh, the ball of the popcorn. Remember this? It's the headlines. Headline. This. Is more survives the end of session rush. What is less is more, you say? Well, it's a it's a short pair of pants on a on a pretty lady. Less is more, indeed. But not in this case, no, sir. The Senate Assembly each passed the Less Is More Act on Thursday to restrict the incarceration of New Yorkers for technical and non-criminal overall. Or require hearing to happen more quickly. 
This bill will take effect of 2022. Now, Mr. The Hunter, Dick, Boucher, you ask, what does this mean to me? Dick, what does this mean to me? Well, it means if you're on parole, you ain't going to get in trouble when you pee dirty. Ooh. Or leave the state. Or just decide to jump bail completely and go to Mongolia. Really? The technical patrol violators, as defined by the state penal law, includes any violations of conditions of parole outside of felony or misdemeanor offenses. Oh, yeah, right? That's okay. us. So you can get away with... Things less than murder. Yes, you yes. can't get away with the murder. So, so remember, if you're gonna shoot somebody, do it below the waist. It's only assault. That's still a misdemeanor. That's still, yes. yeah, assault is still a misdemeanor. I'm just saying, if you really wanted to get away with it, just shoot him below the waist. You won't have to deal with it. But you will. Kind of. You will have to deal with it. Sort of. Like this is uh, felony you probation. Know. Yes. So, so if you shoot him in the chest, you can't. There's no. There's no shooting. <laughs> I want to shoot. There's somebody. no shooting. But I want to shoot somebody. No. Go to Albany then. There's plenty of shootings there. Go True. just have go walk down Central Ave. I could go to Newburgh. Yeah, Newburgh's okay nowadays. It's Are Albany you gotta worry there. about. I've been there lately. Okay. Every day, every day, somebody's shooting into Albany. Even in Hudson. Oh, go, 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 hang out by the high rise. Somebody got shot and stabbed just just the other day. That's where the airport is. Good thing I don't fly. In Hudson? No, here, Albany. Well, people are getting shot there. I don't know. Not not near the airport. No. No. Okay. No, nobody's getting shot in the airport. No. 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 Well, the right of this law, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man, you know, this was uh, sent to the Cuomo desk Oh, we all know uh, for his signature, of course. The Less Is More Act is only one of three main pieces of the parole reform legislation to pass this session after months of discussion and debate. So Tian Tyler, she says, whose father was incarcerated in New York prisons. We are going to mourn the loss of more loved ones because these bills are not passed. But we're never going to give up. Taylor, a member of the People's Campaign for Parole Justice, was one of several people to speak outside of the Capitol on Thursday. Now activists, they slept in tents. Mm. They were camping. You know what's intense? What's intense? Camping. <laughs> you know, and they were surrounded by a dozen of signs that made it look like tombstones of the names of the incarcerated New Yorkers who died behind bars. They showed a documentary of the system and its inflatable projection screen. They showed it on the big inflatable. Ooh. Until the sun that. gives out, we will continue to fight who was incarcerated in state prison for 32 years. We've never been this close, you know? So, it looks like them being able to pass this, they have to get it passed, you know, Governor Green Goblin's desk. Mm. But uh, I see... I No, he will sign anything that makes true. him not have to talk about his personal <laughs> endeavors. Damn true. Being that he... Uh, I, I, he legalized I, weed for that reason. I believe it was Zane that said, I, I'll be surprised if I still see him here past August. Mm. But, you know, that presidential run of his, that ain't going to happen now. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I hope not. We don't need somebody who's against, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
what is it, nepotism in government? Who's a nepotist in government? Like, <laughs> we don't need it. Now, the governor, Hume remained largely absent from the end-of-session policy pushes as he toured the state promoting COVID vaccinations and economic recovery. Even amidst multiple ongoing state and federal investigations, hmm. Cuomo continued to flex his political muscle this week, hammering out an 11-hour deal on Thursday with his legislative readers to restructure the leadership of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority. So you know what he does? He doesn't give two shits about this. He doesn't give two nope. shits whatsoever. And I'm, 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 I'm uh, less knowledgeable about the penal system. You know, uh, I've only been in a couple of basements, a couple of woodsheds. I, uh, I, I, could, I could tell you what it's like inside but, uh, of the state. You know, for, you know, I, I'm not for nor against Can parole you? violations. I, I. I, you know, if it's you know, if it's just going to extend your parole and you know make yours, you know, but the 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 parole system as it is, mm-hmm. in in this this deep state journalist's opinion, is that you're just keeping the poor man down. That's it. You, you, you give him no opportunity, mm. and uh, good for you, Dunkin' Donuts, for hiring. Yes, there you go. <laughs> now with that, we go to Florida. Oh, you know what happens in Florida? Yeah. Well, just let your imagination run wild. Because that happens in Florida, I'm too. I'm sure there's something that happened. <laughs> Headline, we got a couple. Use the playground as their own personal tunnel of love. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Coming you from the smoking gun. <laughs> that was a terrible poop Sorry. My, my, my mouth was wet. So they've got a picture of our assailants. A lady and a fella and what looks to be a green tunnel that kids normally go through. Hmm. I don't know if this is the the actual tunnel, but it is a picture of one and it looks a bit difficult. Oh, it's the jungle gyms at, at the playground. Those tunnels. Okay, I thought you were like Tunnel of Love, like they were at the fair. No, no, shit. no. They use their playground as their personal Tunnel of Love. Yeah, ew. Now, something that I've never seen here in uh, in their mugshot is why are they all getting haircuts too? Because they're wearing the smocks <laughs> around there. The is, is that so they don't show the t-shirts that they're wearing? <laughs> maybe, I don't or know. Or maybe they weren't wearing t-shirts at all. Oh. Oh, they were naked. They were probably oh, naked. They were wearing their Let's dive in. Seats. Find out more. Let's hear about this. June 8th, responding to a 9 a.m. tip from a couple in a, that, were, that were tussling in a Florida park. Every day they tussling. A patrolman discovered a man performing a sex act <laughs> on his lady friend. Did they not uh, describe the sex act? Because I want to know. Within the children's crawling tunnel. <laughs> At the Pocahontas Park. Puff makes sense. <laughs> in Vernal Beach. According to the Earth's affidavit. He poked her hauntus in the tunnel. When the cops arrived at the park Friday morning, they reported observing Shannon Finkley. Finley. Finley? 52. Oh. Lying on her back, face up, with her jean shorts pulled down around her ankles. Nude. <gasps> With her legs spread apart and her vajayjay exposed <laughs> to the to world. world. <laughs> Sunbathing. <laughs> Finley's companion, Jermaine Jackson, 
A 44. Jermaine Jackson. (laughs) Was on top of Finley with his face within the pelvic region. (laughs) Oh, so he was doing an exam. He's he's, he's a practicing uh, gynecologist. Yep, yep. He, you know, the the law office was fumigated. Yeah, you know, know? shit's tight these days. COVID. They got to COVID. They got to do it outside where they don't have to wear masks. (laughs) When asked what they were doing, Finley told the cops... A couple was making out. Jackson was more direct. I was eating some pussy. (laughs) Good man. (laughs) That is what Mr. Jackson said. I respect that man. (laughs) Now, adjacent to the playground's crawling tunnel, seen below, it Mm. is a picture of your typical children's playground. (laughs) Hopefully there was no children in it. Was a bottle of Gulf Crest vodka <laughs> and two cans of the deadly poison. Oh no! For local. Oh no! Oh yeah! They didn't even need the vodka. <laughs> Finley reported explaining that we had both drank in the four loco mm. and the vodka. <laughs> you only live once. You Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> for Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> Finley and Jackson were both arrested um, for possessing of an open container and booked into the Indian River County Jail where they remained behind bars in lieu of their $500 bond. They were only charged for open containers? That's what it says here. (laughs) The pair escaped additional charges related to their crawling tunnel antics since there were no further complaints was reported seeing the above-mentioned incident. (laughs) Yo, they are, they're, they're a lucky bunch, because if there was some kids there, they'd be, uh... They'd have been in jail for years. Yeah, man. Oh, I don't know, we had our, we had a, that story that Zane brought to you about oh, the Pickle Man. That's right, the uh, Pickle you know, Man. Yeah, this is just a typical Tuesday in Florida, people. <laughs> typical Tuesday in Florida. Typical Tuesday. <laughs> so, my Florida man of the day, Mr. Jeremiah Jackson. For making out with a woman's vagina. Saying what it is, That's man. It. I was eating some pussy. <laughs> and with that, back to you. That man could get elected president. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sir, did you say to the news that and to a cop that you were just eating some pussy in public on a park? Yes, I did. Elect me. Great. I'm, I'm voting for you right now. <laughs> oh, so, uh. Damn. I think we're out of songs now, aren't we? No, you got one more. That's right. I forgot where we were. Yes. Uh, who do we got? All right. And to close us out, we're going to use a, a popular song that was on the radio. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it might not be punk then. It might not good. be because it's popular. Because it's popular and it no. might be good. By the use. Take it away. Life's greatest questions have always been, who am I? Where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? You are about to see and hear one of the most significant messages given to us from God.
He yelled a lot. <laughs> so, uh, Zane. That's we've me. Come, we've come to that time. Is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, I said everything I need to say. I said everything you need to say. What's next week's topic? Woodsheds. Woodsheds? Yep. Oh, do I got a... Intro for that one. <laughs> oh, yep. before we what leave, do you, I what did do you know say, about your shed? Yeah, <laughs> before we leave, I did say a, a quick story that I wanted to tell about you my did. week, and I just remembered before we forget. Good, good. Um, uh, so, um, as as Zane knows, I'm um, I'm buying a house. I'm in the market. You know, I just basically am, I'm in the process now of getting everything set for you know closing and inspections and all that bullshit. Well, you got to do that inspection before that. The inspection, that. That's what I'm saying. The inspection's first, but um, that'll start this Monday. So, um, but, uh, you know, uh, let me start it off by saying, do, do you guys know people that play the victim all the time, but don't do anything to change yes. their situation? Yes, all the time. Yeah. Okay. I know, I, I know a, a couple of individuals like that. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm in that situation now with somebody, and... Uh, you know we're 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 moving, and uh, this person is bitching and complaining that they're not going to get a free ride to another place. Um, they're not going to be doing anything, paying for anything, and now they're messed. You know, pissed off that I put my foot down. I'm like, if my name is going on this, majority of the money is mine. Why should I have a freeloader take up room that my kids can't use or I can't use? And that's not going to pay for anything. But it's always this woe is me bullshit. And they don't want to do anything to change their unemployed situation. Knowing full well that come September, that up in the free ride that they want or that they're getting now is over. So, like... This person's family, obviously. Blood family. Not that I give a shit, really. I have more family that means more to me that's not blood-related. But, Zane, what is your opinion on that type of person and the situation I'm in? Knowing, I know you know who I'm talking about, and I'm not going to, you know... Uh, not there. exactly, I don't. But, um, you know... And the, uh, the person involved... Uh, oh, let me, let, me, let me make this other statement here... Uh, they have another person involved that they treat like a baby. <laughs> that should have uh, sparked something. If if they wanted to come, you know, they, they'd have to put forth the effort and uh, show that it's that they'd be worth the 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 investment. Mm -hmm. You know, that uh, they'd they'd have to be like, well, here I've got this, and I can do that, and I can you know I can pay my way, mm -hmm. but I. Uh, I'm guessing that that is not the case. That is not the case. Now, so the, you, uh, yeah, you just go ahead and do what you were going to do. Like, uh, am I, am Live I wrong? Live your best life, homie. Am I wrong for putting my foot down on something that I, you know, that basically this this whole situation is on me, nobody else. Nah. You know what I mean? So if something gets destroyed, you know, or that I need to, nobody's going to pay for it but me. Not to mention, the person doesn't have a very good track record of, oh, uh, uh, of living up to what they're supposed to. Let's put it that way. Oh, uh, I only need a place to stay for a couple months. Turns into three fucking years. Okay? And then we have to give up half of our living room for somebody who doesn't get out of bed and doesn't cook or clean for themselves and is 
21 years fucking old and still texts his mommy from the other room to ask her to make him something to eat. And she fucking does it. Woodsheds next week. I'm talking about them. (laughs) Somebody needs to get taken to one. (laughs) I figured, you know, I could lead into that. That was, that was good. Thank you. I had to get that off my chest. Hopefully you people agree with me. If not, I really don't give a shit. Anyway, we're talking next week. Woodsheds. That's right. Zane, play us out. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to sit and talk with you. We were both 16 and it felt so right. Sleeping all day, staying up all night. Staying up all night. There's a place on the corner of Cherry Street. We would walk on the beach.